Okay, this is episode nine, Lemons. We're almost at 10. Welcome to the Feast Podcast, the show about family, the joy of life, and of course, food. I'm your host, Sarah Kuntz, and I want to inspire you to explore simple, meaningful, and enduring ways to express yourself and share your joy through food and cooking. Well, pucker up. Today's episode is all about a winter seasonal fruit that you may not think was in season lemons. We'll learn about the many health benefits of this popular citrus and make a lovely vinaigrette to dress your salads. We will also hear a very special interview with a surprise guest. It's citrus season. Today we're going to spotlight lemons. Aren't they such a bright food? Lemons are so wonderful for adding brightness, freshness, and acidity. They're full of vitamin C and can bolster our immune systems and help us fight off these winter germs. Lemons are used throughout the world for both culinary and non-culinary purposes. So on the non-culinary, think about cleaning and how powerful lemon can be in cleaning. While the lemon's juice is used primarily for culinary and cleaning purposes versus the pulp and the rind. The juice is five to 6% citric acid with a pH of 2.2. This gives it a distinctively sour taste and makes it a key ingredient in drinks and food. What do you think of most when you think of lemons? Is it lemonade? Well, that's the first thing I think of. While lemons are versatile and can be used in drinks, in baking, salad dressings, in pasta dishes, it adds such a nice brightness to pasta dishes, marinades for meat and fish. For a marinade for fish, the lemon acts to neutralize amino acids to delay the onset of decay. Whereas in a marinade for meat, lemon acts to break down tough collagen fibers and tenderize. I have a recipe for Mediterranean beef tips. You use sirloin tips, cut into cubes, marinate them in smashed garlic cloves, lemon juice, dried oregano, olive oil, and salt and pepper, You let it marinate for at least four hours or overnight and cook on medium in a cast iron skillet. It's delicious served with tzatziki sauce, hummus, pita, cucumbers, bell peppers. So that lemon juice in the marinade acts to break down the tough collagen fibers and tenderize the beef. Baking with lemons is such a joy. One of our family's favorite muffin recipes are lemon poppy seed muffins. 
I first zest the lemon and add to the dry ingredients and then juice the lemon and add that part to the wet ingredients. The lemon zest is full of the lemon oil and adds such a strong flavor of lemon. It also adds a beautiful look to the muffins with the little strands of lemon peel, adding a confetti effect, contrasting the black poppy seeds with their nuttiness. So I'll have to share that recipe with you guys someday. So especially during the winter, baking with lemons adds a burst of sunshine when the days can be dark and dreary. We are going to look at the nutrition value of lemons a little differently than other foods. I don't think there are many of you listening who just bite into a lemon and eat it whole as you would an apple, nor do I think many of you slice it up and eat the entire flesh. Well, I may be able to think of a few friends who might slice and eat Meyer lemons as they are sweeter and not as acidic. But for most of us, the juice is what is consumed in a lemon. So we'll be looking at what the juice provides. In a medium-sized lemon, there's about two tablespoons of juice. This provides 20% of the daily value of vitamin C. That is a good amount. If you're looking for a fruit to eat and take advantage of fiber, eating a whole orange provides 100% of the daily value of vitamin C. A way you can incorporate lemon juice into your routine is adding the juice of one lemon to a cup of water in the morning. And we're going to go through some potential benefits of consuming lemon juice in this way. So to have the lemon water. So the first way is for skin. So vitamin C in our diet encourages collagen production. And this is what gives skin its springy, plump appearance. And drinking water is also helping your skin hydration. Another way is for weight loss. It may influence the metabolism of fats. Immunity. Vitamin C helps support cells to fight off pathogens as well as work as an antioxidant. So working to protect us from oxidative stress and disease. Lemon is so good for iron absorption. So for those needing iron supplementation, drinking lemon water after taking an iron supplement will help you absorb iron more efficiently. For vegetarians and vegans, lemon water is especially beneficial in ensuring the best absorption of the non-heme iron, the iron found in plant foods. It is good for digestion. This is the benefit I am most familiar with. Taking the juice of one lemon in warm water in the morning helps to get your bowels moving and is great for your digestion. Prevention of kidney stones. For those who have experienced kidney stones, I'm sure you want a natural way to prevent more kidney stones. The citric acid in lemon juice helps to inhibit stone formation. And another use of lemon, but as an essential oil, you can diffuse lemon essential oil and it acts to energize, uplift, and promote a positive mood. 
must be why when I'm zesting a lemon and stop and smell, I'm instantly energized. Now, don't go nuts with drinking lemon water. It is for sure beneficial, but the juice of one lemon and a glass of water per day is sufficient for health benefits. Lemon water can damage tooth enamel, so it's not a beverage you would just sip on all day. It would be better whenever it's convenient for you to consume and then brush your teeth or at least rinse your mouth with plain water. Another caution, if you're prone to acid reflux, lemon water may not be for you. I would start with a juice of half a lemon and see how you tolerate that. So the juice of half a lemon in a cup of water. This may be a few days a week routine versus an everyday routine. Or you could try eating an orange and see if you can tolerate the whole food. As much as I love oranges and lemons, I do have to be careful as my digestive system will tell me if I've had too much acid. And for me, I get a feeling in the base of my throat that something is there. So for me, it's a dance and a balance of varying my fruits throughout the week. Right now, we're mostly in an apple-orange rotation with some grapes mixed in. So let's wrap it up. Lemons are a versatile ingredient used in drinks, baking, salad dressings, marinades, lemon water, pasta dishes, anytime you want to brighten a dish. Lemon juice is beneficial for skin health, iron absorption, prevention of kidney stones, and it's just plain healthy. A cup of lemon water is a great way to incorporate lemons into your daily diet. If you've been following Skylark Nutrition for the past few months, you probably are aware that we've been raising funds for our first publication, Fruit vs. Vegetables, a graphic novel for kids. Our daughter, Catalina, first introduced us to the concept of fruit versus vegetables with a story and comic book she created, and she is joining us today to interview one of the characters from the story. This is Catalina, and today we have a very special guest on the Feast Podcast. We would like to welcome the Honorable Minister Celery. Minister Celery will be featured in Skylark Nutrition's first publication, Fruits vs. Vegetables, where we will read about Minister Celery's attempts to take over the world. Thank you, Catalina, for having me on this little podcast. But let's be clear. I am not trying to take over the world. Oh, I'm very sorry. It looks like from some of the early drafts of the story that you are the bad guy and you are trying to take over the world. Well, I've not read the story, but it would appear that there is some sort of misunderstanding. Sure, I may have some hard words to say from time to time about fruit 
but it's all truth. So, you are not trying to take over the world? I am but a humble minister of truth. And the truth is that fruit have been threatening vegetables for a very long time. The truth is that fruit think they're superior to vegetables, just because they are sweeter, because they're more colorful, because they have seeds. And for far too long, vegetables have taken their abuse, have been looked down upon, and frankly, enough is enough. So you believe that fruit are trying to take over the world? I am simply trying to educate. I'm trying to enlighten. The world needs to know the truth about the differences between fruit and vegetables. And everyone listening needs to know fruit are not what they claim to be. Do not be deceived. You say that I'm trying to take over the world. But the truth is that if the fruit are not stopped, it will be the end of the world as you know it. Do you believe that there could ever be peace between fruits and vegetables? There was a time when I believed peace was possible. When I was just a young sprout growing up in the garden. But now I know better. Now I believe in knowing your enemy and being prepared to defend yourself against evil and injustice. What will you do, Miss Catalina, when you and your family see an army of bananas at the gate of your city? What will you do when lemons, grapefruits, oranges, and other varieties of citrus have overrun your streets? What will you do when cherries and apples are parachuting onto your rooftops? Will you try to make peace when you are in a prison cell guarded by pineapples? You have mentioned weapons of mass destruction, Minister Celery, that we have since... Wait, hold on. Minister Celery, do you believe fruit are building weapons of mass destruction? And what, and what type of weapons are these? Well, much of that information is classified. But it's well known that we have sent spies into fruit territory and that they have, in fact, brought back evidence that the fruit are building something. The Vegetable Council has denied that they have sent spies into the fruit territory. They also deny that there is any reason for vegetables to prepare for any attack by the fruit. Do you believe that the Vegetable Council are making a mistake by not preparing for a war with the fruit? The Vegetable Council is made up of a bunch of old fools. And their mistake is not that they refuse to prepare for war. Their mistake is that they refuse to acknowledge that we are already at war. But their time is coming to an end. When vegetables realize the truth about what's going on, they will demand new leadership and a new form of government. And there will be change. Some think that you're planning to take over the Vegetable Council. There will be change. Well, Minister Celery, thank you for your time today. I know you are very busy. We look forward to reading about you in Book 1 of Fruits vs. Vegetables. 
And we know it is going to be a very, very exciting and informative story. Thank you, Catalina. It has been a pleasure. Good fruit and vegetables. Fruit versus Vegetables, written by Jeremy Coots and illustrated by Evelyn Morgan Anderson, is a graphic novel for kids and will be Skylark Nutrition's first nutrition education publication. We want to recognize the following individuals who have contributed support to the creation of fruit versus vegetables from the Swiss chard level up to the orchard level. Durga Patel, Daniel and Becca Crumpton, Ginger and Alan Conley, and Bob and Pam Kruger. Thank you so much for contributing to Fruit versus Vegetables. To learn how you can help bring this project to life, visit www.skylarknutrition.com forward slash publications. Visit today. to make a lemon vinaigrette. We haven't made a salad dressing on the Feast podcast, but don't worry, it's very easy and it's such a beneficial skill to have in your toolbox. So going along with our lemon theme, we're going to make a lemon vinaigrette. It will be so wonderful for just about any salad. A great multi-purpose dressing, you could even use it as a marinade or drizzle on top of salmon. So we are going to start with zesting a lemon. So let me get my grater. Okay, so I have two lemons that I've washed and I we're wanting to get two tablespoons of lemon zest. So I have a microplane grater and so I'm just using the finest one. I wish you were here. You could smell this wonderful citrus smell. It's so bright. So we're just getting that dark yellow part of the lemon off. You don't want to get into the pit. So that white part, you don't want to grate the white part. That's the bitter part. So you can also, if you have one of those microplane, the long tool, you can use one of those. So I'm going to go ahead and grate my other one. So it depends upon how big your lemon is. But we're wanting to get two tablespoons. Okay, so we've grated our second lemon. And if you have one of those microplane graters, it's great um, to grate it just right over a bowl. That way you can try to catch as many of those oils 
you're zesting off of your lemon. Okay, so we have our lemon zest. Next, we need to juice the lemon that we've zested. And we are wanting to get a quarter cup of lemon juice. So I'm cutting my lemon in half, cut side down to our juicer. almost have a quarter cup so I'm going to add half more since we zested two lemons we have a quarter cup of the lemon juice and so when you're making a salad dressing you're wanting to do one part acid to two parts oil. So in this case, we're doing one quarter cup lemon juice to one half cup olive oil. Next, we are moving on to the garlic. We're going to smash three garlic cloves to get that, I guess, peel or that papery part and the garlic off. So I'm just going to take a chef's knife and on its side, I'm going to smash it with the heel of my hands. And that's an easy way to get that papery part off <laughs> so you're not taking forever trying to peel it. So let me smash my next one. And of course, if you have a garlic press, you can use a garlic press, but I don't. So I use my chef's knife. There we go. So now with our garlic, I'm going to mince it. Please go to the trouble of mincing your own garlic. The jarred minced garlic that you buy in the store is not wonderful. It's not great. I find just the compounds in the garlic, they're just not, they're just not as active when they've been done who knows how long ago and put in a jar and some things were added to it. So it's just so much better to mince it yourself. And as you can hear, it doesn't take long at all. We're releasing all these great compounds, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antimicrobial, all the good stuff in garlic. Okay, so we need one tablespoon. Adding it in. I have two cup measure. Okay, so next up, we need to measure our olive oil. 
So remember the principle in making salad dressing, one part acid to two parts oil. And let me get a teaspoon measure. We're going to add a lemon pepper seasoning. And this one is from Seasoned by Sid, Lemon and Peppa. So we're adding a teaspoon of that. There we go. And then this is an optional ingredient. We are going to add some dried oregano. I love adding herbs in my cooking, so we are adding the oregano. So one teaspoon dried. Okay. Okay. So kind of the easiest way when you're working with salad dressing is to get a mason jar. Transferring to a mason jar, and we're just gonna shake it up. This is a fun thing for the kids to do. Shake up the dressing. And this one's actually an old jam jar. And it's all mixed together, it's emulsified. And there you have it. So you have, um, it's eight, eight servings, so eight two tablespoon servings. So you're ready to put this on a salad. And if you're just making, you know, a small salad for yourself, you can measure out two tablespoons or less and then you can store it in the fridge and it'll be good for two weeks. So try this recipe today, so a lemon vinaigrette. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Feast Podcast and joining my family on our food adventures. To receive notifications about new episodes, remember to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Please find us on Facebook as Skylark Nutrition and start following us. We'll be sharing about the podcast. You can see behind the scenes about our soirees, our in-home dinner parties, where you bring the guests and I bring the food. We work together over a fun-filled evening to prepare a delicious meal and inspiration for healthy living. We'd love for you to join us there. Also, we are always excited to hear from our listeners. You can send us an email to info at skylarknutrition.com with your food and nutrition related comments and questions, as well as your ideas for show topics. What better final quote could we come up with for today's episode than this? When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Bye for now.
Feast podcast is a production of Skylark Nutrition, a nutrition services provider offering individual nutrition consultations and assessments, customized corporate wellness programming, and community nutrition education. For more information, visit www.skylarknutrition.com. Thank you for listening. Well, I have not read this story, but I would appear that there is some sort of mistaking. So, uh, so you're not trying, you're not trying to take over the world? I am, but... (laughs) (laughs) But... A humble minister of truth. Thank you, Cal. It's been a pleasure.